Hey there, friends, and welcome back to Pretend World's Real People. As always, I'm Tyler, and I hope you are in the mood for a very ecstatic, some might even say laughter-infused episode for this week's interview. I had the great fortune of chatting with a just amazingly talented actress, singer, and comedian, also a star of Fox's new series, Animal Control, Kelly Ogmanson. And we really get into it during this interview. We talk about, you know, her upbringing, leaving athletics behind to pursue musical theater, to working on set for the first time, and then ultimately finding her first series lead as her first television booking in a show called Cavendish up in Canada. It's just, it's a fantastic story. We go through that all the way to, you know, subsequent projects that would follow afterwards, including a two-year break where you know, as most of us actors experience, you may not book anything. So it was just an absolute blast. I just had so much fun talking to her. So um, that's why I'm going to shut up and get right into the interview. So please help me in welcoming the lovely Kelly Ogmanson. Hi, my name is Kelly Ogmanson, and I'm a comedian and an actor. Ooh, you're I didn't know you were a comedian. Did that come first before the acting part? It came at the exact same time. Uh, I have this like this year of my life that I call like the year because I was like 15 and uh, I started doing improv and musical theater at the exact same time. And that's like that set me up for (laughs) the rest of my life. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And any any hesitation at all to just jump right into it? Did it feel natural to you? It fi- it finally felt natural, honestly. I I was like a sports kid for a lot of my life, uh, and I'm re- very short, <laughs> and I was very small. Uh, and I think, looking back on it, the thing that I really enjoyed about like doing basketball games was uh, the audience <laughs> and like putting on a show. Like I think I was a little bit of a showy player, and uh, I think that was just like my inner ham trying to get out. Describe showy player. I'm I'm imagining it, but I want to see if I'm on the same plane as to what you were doing. Um, I think I would just like bring the attitude and like really try and make my team like a t- like a like a like a Disney Channel original mu- movie. Like <laughs> I was like, come on, guys, and like getting angry when I probably wasn't that angry, and uh, and because I, I was a point guard, and so I would set the plays. And I think that was like my <laughs> my shining moment. And if I like got, you know, a basket, I would be like, whatever, like who me? <laughs> <laughs> this but all the way is like an eleven year old girl. <laughs> oh my god, I was picturing like latter end of high school or something. <laughs> no, no. This is like an eleven year old girl thinking that she is Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Now, are you still sporty? Have you have you held on to that athleticism, or are you focused more on just the art of performance and comedy? Yeah, um, I'd like to do more. Uh, I when I went, I went to college for musical theater, so I got to dance through college, and I really love dancing and I love tap. But all these things that I like uh, did, I didn't really keep up with once I graduated. In a way that, like, it wasn't as easily accessible. And I'm kind of shy, <laughs> so I like would get really nervous to go to dance classes. But I've started to get back into them now. Um, I did a musical last summer, so I had to dance again. 
so I, I took some classes to, to get back into the swing of things. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I take spin and yoga, <laughs> but I kind of would love to do like a weird basketball group again. Why not? Of like, of like young women. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun. I think you can you can corner the market uh, towards, you know, reliving our youth sports days via Disney Channel original movie. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was like a Disney Channel original movie about basketball, about a pair of twins. Uh, and it uh, uh, was called Double Team. <laughs> was it Double Team? <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. <laughs> I really did. Was that... Okay, is that your all-time favorite decom? My favorite Disney Channel original movie has got to be High School Musicals 1 through 3. It's got to be. Because <laughs> I feel like that also came out right around the same time I was doing musical theater. So, like, yeah. I got to, I got to, it holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> I, I honestly forget how old those movies are now. Well, if I we date it, then you'll know how old I am. <laughs> so let's just we we won't we won't date it because I was yeah. around the, the same time and it, it <laughs> freaks me out. We're coming up on what's the anniversary? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, like it was five years ago. We just yeah, exactly. Oh um, um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I think that's the first time someone's brought up. Um, double teamed on this podcast thank you <laughs> so I, I would give you an award <laughs> most uh deep cut of disney channel original movies i think between has that anybody and brought Motocrossed. up oh my god is that okay yes there's also one with brie larson is that one mark motocross or is brie is, larson in that brie larson is in one it's either that one or if there's one about a different kind of racing like derby like what are those little cars oh yes the the one with the uh, frankie muniz yeah <laughs> i <laughs> i was gonna say pixel perfect do you remember pixel perfect oh my god <laughs> i just had like a repressive memory flash and... <laughs> wow okay yeah yeah i think like oh my <laughs> had a crush on the lead guy in that movie i think it might have been like Ricky Ullman. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, we're we're you know we're still teenagers. Yeah, exactly. If you don't know what these are, you're just not cool, and that's just the brunt of it. So and that's um... just the brunt of it. I don't know what any of the new <laughs> movies are. I don't know what Teen Beach movie is. I don't know what the like. There's like a whole bunch of new ones. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Nope. Nope. You stick to the hits. Give you me that weird Leprechaun hits. one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> look at the Irish. Look at the Irish, or the okay. seventh year, or whatever, I where gotta, that guy becomes a mermaid. Thirteenth. <laughs> okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta push this because I, I can't. I, you're gonna, we're gonna be stuck on decoms for I'm the next so like sorry. forty minutes. No, <laughs> go to Paul. I got way too excited. <sighs> okay, this is what you get when you put two actors together and yeah. like, bonding over like childhood movies. Exactly. Um, I, I do want to like. Speaking of your childhood, this is a yes. whole segue. <laughs> What led your, uh, outside of sports, what led your interest into the performing arts, the entertainment industry? Was it watching DCOMs and wanting to be, you know, with Zac Efron dancing it up or? Probably. You know? <laughs> I think there's an element to that. I know that 
even today, like, I am a huge fan. Like, through and through, I'm a fan of television. I'm a fan of movies. I, like, uh, I, I love other people's work. I love watching, like, good work, and I get really excited about it and really inspired by it. Um, so I think that was absolutely a, a part of it. I, I watched my friend in a musical, and I loved it so much that I was like, I want to do that, too. <laughs> And so I joined her musical theater troupe and then we were there. Oh, did you have any natural singing ability before going into that? Luckily, yes. Like, little to my knowledge. I mean, I sang a lot as a kid. Like, my first words were E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> uh, and, like, I, I just, I, I always was musical, but no formal training. Didn't get trained until I was in college, but got into the college program. Still, still do musicals as much as I can. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Uh, as someone who can't sing, I'm eternally <laughs> Any, jealous. Anybody can sing, <laughs> but I understand your fear because it is terrifying. Like I, yeah. I lost my voice last year to COVID uh, a month before I was starting my musical contract, and I was really terrified that it was never going to come back. But I think two weeks into rehearsals, it finally came in. But those first weeks, I was like, you might have to fire me. <laughs> like, I was terrified. Terrified. Nothing was just, nothing was coming out. Yeah, and it was, like, bad. And, like, a muscle that I had, like, I guess I hadn't flexed in a little bit because we were supposed to do the show in 2020. Uh, but then something happened in the world. And then um, it got pushed two years. and. So I guess I hadn't been singing and then I had COVID and it was, a, it was bad and a month before I was working. So it, yeah, it all came down to like true fear, but I took a couple lessons like while I was in rehearsals and with time it came. <laughs> you were just drinking, was it uh hot water with honey? Lemon, and lemon? Yeah. Yeah. Really, really gentle. Like, like going back to the like basics of like in theater school, like chugging uh ninjam, which is like a a syrupy thing that is great on the throat. Highly Ooh. recommend ninjam. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But like like that kind of like you have to get through it, the show must go on vibe that I hadn't felt in a while, which I really liked. Yeah. I mean, two years away from that sort of focused prep. I mean, what were you doing during COVID? Were you trying to keep yourself nice and loose when it came to your performance skills? Obviously singing is, you know, it's more of a rarity around that time, but what was keeping you sane artistically during lockdown and when nothing was really coming in? Yeah, I did a lot of uh, painting and uh, putting shelves up in my house. I got really into home decor uh and watercolors uh I was grateful though I I did work uh quite a bit during COVID I got a job on a show called Family Law and uh what else did I do <laughs> um <laughs> and I did a show called Phantom Pups uh like all during that kind of time Phantom uh, Pups Phantom Pups it's a children's show on Netflix I play the villain it's actually very good <laughs> it's like a very cute show Oh, how did I miss that? On IMDb? <laughs> right there, all episodes. <laughs> Ten episodes of Phantom Pups. Well, I know what I'm going to yeah. watch later on because I, I have to check it out now. It's cute. <laughs> it's really cute. 
I like I don't watch a lot of my stuff not gonna lie like I tend to just like watch with my hands over my face uh so I hadn't watched it and then I was like oh I gotta make a new demo reel my friends were like there's some there's some funny stuff on that so I was like okay I'll watch it and I was like wait hold on this is cute (laughs) I liked it now who who do you go to for that extra perspective because I can't look at myself either so when you're sending a a demo reel you're going through clips who do you trust to give you you know that ultimate piece of support to say this works this doesn't uh my wonderful agent Carrie Wheeler she'll just be like I love this this is great this one yep 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 (laughs) so I'm like okay cool uh but you know I do have like wonderful friends and family who are like oh this was actually very lovely Kelly (laughs) I, I don't know I keep saying actually like (laughs) <laughs> we we're used to you being trash, but uh, <laughs> uh, I I'm very grateful. I have a very lovely support system. I don't think I could do this if I didn't. Yeah, it, it's definitely. I'm sure it's a hell of a lot harder if you don't have that familial support. I mean, did they were they excited when you decided you wanted to pursue musical theater in college? Were they apprehensive? What was that reaction like? I think it was a little bit like, okay, yeah. Because I had done it in in high school, and there was a show I did called The Pirates of Penzance, and I had this, like, played this very, like, a part that I got, and I was like, oh, I have to play, like, the ugly old woman. And I was so, like, upset because I was, you know, 16, and I wanted to be pretty. <laughs> uh, but I really got to actually stretch my acting and uh, co- comedy chops for the first time. And I made a whole meal out of it. There was like a scene where I ate like a whole like sheet birthday cake on stage. And like my parents were like, that was when we were like, she's got, she's got something. Uh, so there was probably a little bit of apprehension, but they were always supportive. Always, always supportive. And I'm sure now they're they're looking at what you're doing and going, you should you should keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like, they're like, this is this is already so much more than we thought it could possibly. And I'm like, me too. Like it's, (laughs) this business is cruel. Uh, But no, I've, I've been so fortunate and I'm so grateful. Yeah. Well, I, uh, we'll get to, to animal control in a second. Cause obviously that's the first thing I I had seen you in. Um, Forgetting the fact that you were also in supernatural years ago that I'm sure we'll have to touch on. Yeah. I, I, was that the first time you were on, you know, a, a union, you know, big set, or was there a time before that? There was one time before where I, I booked a test pilot for a Canadian, um, cause I'm Canadian, uh, a children's sketch comedy show. Um, so that was my first booking and I like flew to Toronto to do it. It was like three days. There's a whole bunch of us, and it, like you weren't guaranteed final casting, and uh, and we like filmed a bunch of stuff with like a bunch of different people. Uh, I did end up getting final casting, but it never ended up happening. But that was my first thing, and my first time <laughs> being like, "This is it. My whole life is gonna change," and then nothing <laughs> came from it. And that hap- that happened a lot, and it c- it will <laughs> continue to. Um, yeah. And then, and then it was supernatural, which was like unreal. (laughs) Were you a fan before the the casting for that? Yeah. And, uh, like I'd seen a little bit of it, but what was really sweet is my best friend of like now 20, 
three years. Uh, she was a huge fan. So like when we were talking about it, she was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh she's like fully fully like she taught she taught me everything it was very sweet um and yeah it was like really my first American thing and uh the budget was so big <laughs> like I don't think I've seen a budget like that since but I haven't been on anything's 10th season since then uh That's I think fair. it's 10th because it was their 200th episode oh yeah it was yeah yeah, so I'm the smallest part in it. <laughs> it's still tiniest. a really prominent part. Yeah, and I I did all the singing and uh, all those high notes you hear in that one song. That's me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I did all the highest soprano. I was like, thank you. That's my musical theater diploma. <laughs> <laughs> you just show your parents the check from Supernatural. Like this should go towards the loans, right? Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is so. So I'm. I always love hearing about someone's first experience on a set like that. You know, you get the call sheet. You have to be, you know, at this location at this time on this day. What was uh, your response before the camera started rolling, and what was the response afterwards? Or it's usually you know, like euphoric, but you're also like, oh my god, it's already over. I think I was truly like confused and terrified the whole time. Like I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything like where camera was and like what I was supposed to do and when you can take a minute because the camera is not on you or there was a moment where <laughs> I won't say who <laughs> didn't know what my name was and thought it was Emily and was like Emily 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 and was like fully yelling at me and I was like oh oh yeah yeah no I'll, I'll go over there <laughs> didn't never corrected him <laughs> like was like no no I I'm Emily now that's that's who I am. Huh? It was a him. Hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't an actor. Oh was, dang! Okay, I was imagining yeah. Jensen Ackles just yelling no, at you. No, he was very lovely. So tall, him and and Jared. So tall and so lovely. Very very nice. Oh yeah, I worked with Jared two years ago for a day, and I was just starstruck the whole time. You're a lot taller than I thought you'd be, man, and oh, you're yeah. just beautiful. He's like a foot <laughs> and a half taller than me. <laughs> It's literally, literally also it's kind of funny that my first like big job i'm in drag it's <laughs> like i'm in a full like beard i'm playing the dad that's something jeffrey dean morgan and i have in common we have played the same part on that show <laughs> which i do love <laughs> hey it's something to put on your cv yeah we're the same essentially so uh, you you did bring up a really interesting point you were doing that and you weren't really familiar with, you know, camera placement, you know, how to how to essentially work on a functioning set. Were you taking classes after that to be more familiar with it? Or how did that work? No, I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> I like I kind of learned as I went. I'm so grateful that somebody wasn't like, this is you're stupid. And you like, I know that there <laughs> must be other people who like, like I had taken some um, film classes in college. We like luckily had that as a as a course. So I knew like gently how certain things worked, um, but I didn't know like who to go to when you show up on set. And on that job, like I was young and I didn't have a car. My my dad drove me to set <laughs> and like, which is so cute. Um, 
But I would just like walk in and be like, I don't know where to go. And I didn't know for like five more years. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, a wing and a prayer, just like getting out there. (laughs) Are you feeling more comfortable now or what's your? Okay, good. (laughs) There There was a moment during animal control where it was like the first time in my entire career that I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Like, I literally know exactly what is going on and what to expect and that I know what I'm doing. And it was a very lovely moment, honestly. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I do want to talk about animal control and mm-hmm. we can even go to family law and phantom pups too. But just the <laughs> your approach to the whole self-tape thing. How do you feel about self-tapes? Do you prefer in-room What's your, what What are your feelings about auditioning? <laughs> it's such a, like, I don't know if, like, double-edged sword is the right analogy, but just, like, it's both good and great. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like that, um, like, I think that would have been really great when I was working, you know, like, a, a true nine-to-five, uh, like, five days a week, and it was hard to just be, like, I have to get this time off to go to this audition that's at 10-15, and I work nine to five, like, it, you know, like that would have been really helpful for a younger <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, and so like, I do like the freedom of like getting to uh, do it when I need, when I have the actual time. Um, but I do miss feedback a lot because sometimes I will swing. <laughs> I'll just like put out something and have no idea if that's what they were looking for. Uh, so I do miss, I miss feedback for my animal control audition though. It was zoom, which I really appreciated. It was like an option. It was like, you could either send in a self tape or do a zoom. And I was like, let's do zoom. Let's get immediate feedback. Oh my God. That's amazing. And I was so grateful and like, didn't have to have a reader like, uh, on FaceTime, which is what I do. (laughs) And like, I like it and like, we got to send in different takes because we had them and it was really it was really i'm very grateful yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i'm I'm a mix i like i love it i hate it pulling down my like ring light and my backdrop does feel like defeating sometimes (laughs) (laughs) putting it back away is the real hard part doing an audition in my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) one day we'll have an office not when i live in vancouver though no Pretty pretty pricey. Oh baby. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say it sucks down here in the states. I can only imagine up in Vancouver yeah. where everything's happening. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> well, that that's fant- like the fact that they had an option for you to do a Zoom where people are there and interacting with you. I wish they would do that here. That's a fantastic idea. It's rare. It's so rare. It's happened to me. I think twice. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Yeah. Oh, and then like callbacks will be sometimes in person, um, sometimes over Zoom. Yeah. But mostly, yeah, yeah it's a it's a self tape and a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, with with your experience with, you know, appearing on Family Law, Phantom Pups, and now Animal Control. I mean, you're mm-hmm. you're you're kind of boosting in your career. You know, I, at least that's something I would say. I know. 
you may not say it because as artists, we're all very self-deprecating and we're like, I'm yeah. doing my job. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> it seems like, you know, things are, are stacking up for you. So I, I wanted to see what, if you can look at yourself in five years, where do you want to be as far as your acting career? Do you want to go more towards musical theater and, and work in that full time? Or do you want to expand to more film and television? What does that look like for you? Yeah, I like I oh I'm so like I want to do everything. <laughs> I can have it all. And I think it stems from um this like moment in high school where we were doing a musical and they were like, you can either be the lead, uh, but you have to quit the improv team, uh, or you can stay on the improv team and you could be in the ensemble. And I said, No, I'd like to do both, please. And they said, No. And since then I've been like, I can do anything. <laughs> I can do it all. Uh, so I like, I, I, uh, I want to do it all. Uh, I have, I would love to do more, more film and television though. I, I really do love it more and more as I'm doing it, as I'm, you know, understanding the ins and outs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks like you have a pretty firm grasp on it from the episodes I've seen of AC so far. I think it's <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> like eight episodes in six episodes in and there are moments where I had to rewind and get people to come back. Like, no, you just missed a funny part. I need you to sit down right now and stop getting up and get coffee. Uh, yeah. It, it's uh, it's just, it's really cool to see how people embrace their career and different facets, whether they you know want to stick to character acting or go to musical theater or, you know, become leads, but you going for all of it just sounds awesome. Like, I can't wait to, to see what happens in the next few years. That, that sounds see. great. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm definitely more of a character actor. And I love I love parts like Dolores, like yeah. to be there and like just like a couple funny one liners. Uh, I, I really I love that kind of work. My first ever like big job was a show called Cavendish. Um, it was Canadian. So you probably never watched it, but I stand by it being a really great show. And I'm proud of my work on it, uh, where it was a very similar thing. It was like a series lead, but just like this odd woman, like basically in the background of everything, come in to say something very weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, and like, I love that kind of work. So I'd love to do more of that. Um, I hope that there's like more interesting lead characters on shows, though, that are like that, mm. that have that kind of weird side to them because like that's that's my bread and butter i'm an odd woman who likes making odd jokes <laughs> <laughs> well and we need it because after a while it gets really stale just seeing you know these same lead types uh just taking up the centerfold but the ensemble is why we keep watching yeah yeah you know? that's like a great thing about animal control though everybody's a freaking character and it's so good like it's just like you can be like, yeah, that that would be what they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it adds a lot of like lovely, uh, lovely tones to every single person. Well, and with you being, you know, a comedian, in addition to being an actor, I can only imagine some of the lines that have been cut from the final yeah. edit because they just didn't have time or they're like, we're sorry. This was great. <laughs> but we got to go with this. We had to shorten it. And I'm like, oh, totally. Give I you gold, like, man. Yeah, I keep being like, oh, that didn't happen. But there, next, this upcoming episode, we did uh, one uh, one scene. I did like maybe like 10, 12 different cut lines, <laughs> like just like off the end because they, they were feeding them to me and then I would come up with some. But honestly, it's mostly the, the genius <laughs> behind the scenes. Uh, I love Emily. Anyway, we like, 
we, we threw out so many options and I'm like looking forward to this week and being like, which one did you use? Or did you use none of them? Like, what's what are we going to get here? It's I don't tell you, right? You don't know until you see the final edit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, with your career, your resume, I know you have something in the pocket for this next question, but I wanted to see if you have a party story you could share with our listeners. So not something that occurred at a party. But I was like, I don't go out. Um, <laughs> I don't go outside. I stay inside. Uh, but something that has occurred during your life, your career that stood out so immensely, you could easily recant it amongst friends at a party. So it could be hilarious, personally tragic. It could be really scary. Uh, we usually go for funny here on this podcast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if there is a moment, even on animal control, that's easier to kind of narrow down. But just something that uh, that made you laugh really hard that you could bring up. It's not okay. It happened to me, and it's kind of my friend's story. And I don't know if he would be embarrassed if I told it. I could just like not name names. Yeah, just fake names. I'll just like be kind of vague about it, but it's very funny. And like in the moment, I was like, this is hilarious. Uh, it was a like a cast and crew final party. It is a party story. Uh, <laughs> uh, like final night, you know, everybody's drinking a lot. The night goes on very, very late because, you know, it, we're out of town. Uh, we're in a different part of the country and uh, uh, it goes very late. But I'm like, I have to get on a plane tomorrow morning. I'm not going to stay out too late. So I go home at, you know, like three o'clock in the morning. And I have a, a friend who's also coming home at, I thought, at three o'clock in the morning. But I believe did not make it home at three o'clock in the morning. And so the next morning where I'm like in the car to get to the airport at 9 a.m., we're trying to get a hold of him and we can't. And we're like calling, texting, knocking on the door, uh, cannot reach him. And at one point, the driver's just like, if you don't leave now, you're not making your flight. And I wanted to go home. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we like, I like we just like rushed me. I like ran through security essentially. Like was like, I'm so sorry. I have to move past you. I'm so sorry. Um, and like got on to the plane and just left without him. And I like land. Cause it was like connecting flight. I like land and I just like get a text and it's just him being like, Oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, you beautiful idiot. I guess he just fully like passed out, phone dead, like uh, no alarm set. So like got into like bed probably at like six o'clock in the morning. So like didn't even realize it and didn't notice that some like didn't notice anything until somebody had to they had to like call security because they were scared that he was dead and like opened the door. And he was just like as he was like waking up and he was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> So, and, and this this person's name was <laughs> no no no, <laughs> but really love him. Great, doing very well. Uh, and that's like I know it's not my story to tell, but I do tell it a lot because it's so cute. Just like didn't make it, <laughs> hey. and it's like mostly from just like you just up chatting because you're so excited to be around these people. You're not going to be around them anymore, and you don't recognize how late it's gone. <laughs> 
I would say that is that is definitely your story because you you did try to help. You were I, did, I really did. You're going for it. <laughs> I was and I got I got home, thank God. But like very funny. I'm like, I wonder like uh, how happy they were about having to buy you a new plane ticket. <laughs> oh, I also do like when I was on the plane, they were kept calling his name. They're like, blank, blank, please make it to the you thing. Almost said it. And I was like, <laughs> every time I almost wanted to be like, he's not coming. <laughs> just go. <laughs> Let's just get this going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, th- this next question does segue perfectly with the uh, the context of that story. And that's if you have a piece of advice <laughs> that you could give to our listeners, whether it's somebody who is just now starting their performing arts, you know, journey, or maybe they've been in it for a while and they're trying to, you know, regulate, navigate, and kind of stick with it after COVID. Do you have anything you could pass on to them? Always is just stick with it. Uh, I know that it's like so simple, but I will say that after I filmed Cavendish, that Canadian show that nobody watched uh, (laughs) outside of Canada, uh, I didn't work for two years. Uh, I was my first series lead, and then I didn't work for two years in film and television. I was lucky enough to have a couple uh, theater jobs in the in the interim, but uh, like couldn't could barely get an audition. Like I just like like it was so hard after that, and I was like, that's it, my career's done. Didn't work for two years, and then I booked a, like a recurring on Family Law, and that was just like, okay, I'm not stupid for sticking it out. <laughs> I just was <laughs> like, okay, we can make it. But yeah, all I, I didn't, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Two years. I feel like that's, it's not normal, but I, I hear that a lot from, from folks, you know, if you get something really big, it's like two years of just quiet, maybe yeah. a couple auditions and then, you know, something else, but you made it out of the pit. So I think that a lot of people have their two years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's a common thing of just like, ah, uh, yes, this was my two years. <laughs> and like, you just, you get through them and 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 hopefully something comes and just like if when it comes to like the weirdness of self tapes, you know, swing big, have fun when it comes to comedies, maybe don't have fun like for the good doctor. <laughs> uh, Law and Order SVU. SVU. You don't have to like go full on, but like, you know, also um, I find that like using your own uniqueness in it as as much as you can like kind of taking myself into everything in a way being like this is me and this is how I would do it uh is like is interesting and unique don't try and be somebody else oh I love that yeah and you know what that's that's going around in every acting class that you know I go to my friends go to it's embracing that that uh individual there you go i can't even talk right now caffeine come on <laughs> the individuality that you bring to each character so that's that's pivotal uh and yeah, also I, oh sorry go ahead oh sorry i just wanted to say to that like it took me a really long time to understand that it took me a really really long time to understand that because with like musical theater everything is very uniform and for like a lot of of my like training it was like you got to fit this like this box and you got to like move exactly like your friend over here and you got to do this you're a bookend you're this and I wish that we had like valued more of our own individuality uh and so I it took me so long but I finally got there (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I never thought about that. Uh, I'm not a musical theater um, person. I've never performed in theater, but yeah, I can imagine you are a part of that group. You know, you guys are supposed to match with each other. And uh, I will say I spent the first five years of my career trying to match Taylor Lautner, which I look back on now and probably wasn't the best route to go. That's okay. I've done uh, that too. I've tried to be Emma Stone. I've tried to be Aubrey Plaza. Like yeah. that, and that's also the thing that we're like, because they were huge and still are. Mm-hmm. But like, they're like, we want this type, but it's just for a guest star on this role. So we're not going to bring in the star. But who can bring this energy that we act like that we actually want? Yeah. <laughs> and so well, I'm an like, Emma Stone type. And you're like, I got I it. Just yeah, I just read for an Emma Stone type, and I'm like, is it the red hair? <laughs> <laughs> that's it i don't have anything else really i don't know you have that vibrant personality i think like the second they see that on camera they'll go okay yeah let's everyone pay attention (laughs) she's really bringing (laughs) easy a yeah as much as she can uh yeah no it's it's i i so hear you and i love that it's taylor lautner I got that before I ever became an actor working at yeah. a movie theater when those were coming out. So I oh, had to I sell the t-shirts. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun. I'm, like a, I'm a big Twilight head. I like ironically and unironically love it. So <laughs> this is great. Are you hiding all the cardboard cutouts and posters away from your camera right now? No. <laughs> I was honestly—I swear—I thought I was going to say something. Um, it's just a guitar, I swear, and a poster <laughs> of mitosis, not of Taylor Lautner. That's what she wants us to think. <laughs> um, as a as we wrap up here, I do want to see: Do you have anything I can give a shout out or promote within the episode notes? Uh, well, we got two more episodes of Animal Control uh, this week and next week will be our finale, and it's so good and very like a lovely ending of a season um i was on the good doctor last night so oops <laughs> <laughs> which was really cool it was like right after i filmed animal control i got it uh, i got to do that uh with john billingsley played my dad and he's excellent mm-hmm. um so if you watch the good doctor that was me um and anything else i don't think i can st- i can say yet uh, but there's just like one little other thing but i can't like, i can't I'll just circle back around in like six months. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you'll have me back on, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I uh, I have one more thing we will do, but I do want to say this has been just a blast chatting with you and just getting to geek out DCOMs theater, which I know nothing about, but I'm learning yeah. so much. Couple uh, of fans. It's been really yeah. lovely chatting with you. Yeah, it's been it's been a blast. I uh, yes, yeah. I hope to have you back and uh fingers crossed for a second season of yeah, Animal Control. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cross fingers for you. Uh, I do you. wanna preface this final little thing we do okay. by asking you if you've ever seen Wayne's World. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm oh. Canadian. Uh Mike Myers. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, remember the scene where, uh, corporate takes over the set and Wayne walks off and Garth is left just kind of like solemn, freaked out and muttering to himself on screen. Gently. Been a while. (laughs) That is all to prepare you for what I like to call an awkward goodbye. So for (laughs) every single episode, I'll give you a silent three, two, one countdown. And when I point to you, give me your best verbal and visual awkward goodbye. Does that sound good? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> You're already prepping for it. Sure. Okay, Miss Kelly. Well, here we go. In three, 
Okay, yeah. Well, hey now. What? Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, wow. Uh, we 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 learned and we we uh talked. Uh, uh and uh we uh. Why? Why don't you call me sometime, Buckaroo? Hey, hey, thank you so much for this episode.